Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Earlier this month, Brett Coletta claimed the biggest victory of his career, saluting at the Vic Open down at 13th Beach for his third tour win. But the show must roll on, and it does for Brett tomorrow at the 103rd New Zealand Open over in Queenstown. Brett, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, guys. Where do we find you at the moment? Are you you on course? Yeah, I'm on the uh, Remarkables course on the uh, 11th green. Set the scene for us. What, what's uh, what's the scene in Queenstown at the moment? Typically spectacular, I'd imagine. Yeah, spot on. It's 22 degrees, I reckon, right now. Absolutely perfect. A little bit of cloud cover. Course is in perfect condition. Now, I know a bit of water's gone under the bridge from you since, but I want to take you back. So a seven under past 65 saw you claim your third Challenger PGA Tour of Australasia title. You moved to second place on the order of merit with that win down at 13th Beach. So what does a win like that do for a guy like you with, with big ambition, Breck? Can you put it into into words, broadly speaking? Yeah, you've hit it on the head there, really. It's still work to do. Um, we've got the biggest, probably one of the biggest events of the year for us, and it's uh, at the tail end of the season. So it's pretty important this week. So um, I haven't really had time to let it sink in, to be honest, which is a bit of a shame, but definitely there'll be some time towards the end of the season when um, I can kind of sit down and kind of reminisce of what I actually did. But it definitely opens up a lot more avenues for me in the future. And, yeah, it was great to just get over the line there. So straight back to business, was it? I think I know you're in Sydney and maybe the Hunter Valley after that. So you haven't really been able to bask in the glow at all? Oh, a little bit, but not as much as I'd like, no. <laughs> yeah, righto. Well, maybe there's time for that uh, when it's all said and done. Hey, the New Zealand Open is a tournament that Aussies have a history of uh, warming to, playing in and, w- and winning in. I think it was one of your first pro events back in 2017. You'd love playing over there, I'd imagine? Yeah, on top of it being one of the best cities in the world, and we actually come here and play a golf tournament, it's, it's pretty hard to call it work. <laughs> you get a Ferg Burger into you at some stage? I actually haven't been there yet. I've, um, we're not staying in Queenstown this year. We're a bit further out. We're in Jack's Point, which is equally as good in my opinion. But no, I haven't been to Fergberger yet. So what is it about the course over there that um, potentially suits you or other? What are its challenges and, and how? what's your relationship like with the course over there, the Remarkables? Um, so it's changed since I first played here in 2017. We used to play at the Hills for one of the rounds. Um, that's no longer part of the tournament. They've done some work on the course here at Millbrook. So um, I only played it last year, the new layout, and it wasn't too favourable for me, but I'd say I'm in better form, I reckon, than last year. So our um, relationship's pretty stable, I'd say, but the, uh, the conditions this year are just absolutely immaculate. So 
there's no excuse for any um, bad play, I reckon, this year. So a few weeks on from, obviously, the Vic Open, what sort of order do you feel like your game's in at the moment? It's pretty good. I've been playing solid for a good chunk of time now. So, I mean, I'm just treating this week as another week, um, another week in tools. So, yeah, we'll just hit them all and add them up at the end and see where we're at. So you're still a young man. I mean, I think you're 27. Um, it feels like you've been around forever. You were at the VIS as an amateur. I think you won the 2016 Queensland Open against, well, against the pros. You are runner-up the same yeah. year at the New South Wales Open. You tied for sixth in the PGA Championship, uh, Australian PGA Championship. So they were the sort of revolt, the results, weren't they, that had others predicting some pretty big things for you. And then, I don't know, life, pandemic, everything else sort of intervened for a period. Yeah, it wasn't... COVID didn't really do me any favours. Um, I was stuck over there in the US, just grinding away on Corn Ferry out there at the time. So they just made it that super season through COVID, which I don't know, I just, I didn't play my cards right, to be honest. I was behind the eight ball and just, you know, felt like I had to play every week. And as we play every week, we get more and more fatigued and we just mm. start making mistakes and start hating the game more. So it was just the accumulation of some things, I think. But I've come out the other side and I feel like I'm stronger than ever. Yeah, and for all of that, I think you went, you went darn close, didn't you, to qualifying? Uh, for the PGA? PGA, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was in 2019. That was the first year I was out there. So I had a clean run out there before we had any COVID yep. restrictions or issues. So I know my game's up for it, for sure. And that was the year, you know, when Scotty Scheffler and Will Zaltoris were out there playing as well. So much really, really strong fields every week. So I, I'm, I believe my game's there. I just, uh, you know, i got to take my uh, opportunities. Yeah, so going through all of that, I guess how have you, individually speaking, evolved in this time? I mean, what sort of resilience has been built within now after all of that? I think it's just a mixture of, you know, a bit of experience and maturity. Um, I'm 27 now, so I've been doing this for eight years or so, professional. So there's not really too many surprises anymore. So I can kind of just put all like the anxious stuff aside and just kind of concentrate on my golf a bit more and get the tournaments and have a clear plan and, you know, roll up on Thursday, ready to go. I mean, you wouldn't have been on your own going back to the pandemic and being stuck over there, but but was it a period that... Is it too strong a statement to say you fell out of love with the game almost for a period of time? Oh, for sure. It was... It, it, like I said, when you play too many weeks in a row, you lose the novelty. And, you know, and you just roll up to weeks and it all just feels the same, you know. We're going to cool places. Like, yeah. Well, I remember that. You were playing the finals at, like, Pumpkin Ridge and... You know, playing in Evansville, the tour finale out there, unbelievable golf courses. But it was just, it was just a bit stale, to be honest. Like we, I just couldn't really wrap my head around the whole experience. And being a bit younger as well, I think doesn't help. So, for sure, I, I, like, I don't know. I'll see what happens at the end of this year, but I'm definitely open to the opportunity again. You don't want it to become a job at the end of the day. No, although it is. <laughs> We don't want it to become like a job. That's it's hard right. to say it's a job when you're in places like this, for sure. Uh, 100%. 100%. So you mentioned this comes at the tail end of, this, uh, of your season as such. What about the rest of 2024? Where does, um, where, where's the game going to take you after this? Well, we'll find out in a couple of weeks where yeah. we stand at the end of the order of merit. So I can give you a clear answer on that. But for the meantime, I've got all my efforts on this week. And then I'm playing national in a couple of weeks, which is the season finale down in Melbourne for the Oz Tour. So... Well, my full focus is on those two. I'm not really looking forward to anything past that yep. until um, I might have a definitive answer. Now, we've got you on a beautiful day over there, but when it all gets underway, have you had a look at the uh, the weather forecast? What sort of conditions await you for the rest of the, the time over there? I believe it's okay. I'm teeing off quite early tomorrow, and it is quite cold here in the mornings, but once that sun 
pierces through the clouds, it just turns absolutely perfect. So, um, yeah, we'll just get off to probably get off to a good start and just minimise mistakes early in the colder weather. So, yeah, we'll just we'll see how we go. I think the week's all good. Though. Nice. Brett, we wish you well. It's been a joy to watch you from afar, and we hope the good results keep coming over there in New Zealand this week. Thanks uh, a lot for you finding some time, and uh, and thanks for joining us off the green this morning. No, no problem, boys. Have a good day.